TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to episode 56 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Kalen. I'm Tyler. Daniel. And uh, Brooks is on his birthday vacation. Had a little piece <laughs> of shit. Where'd he go? Uh, he went to San Francisco. Oh, cool. I'll be there next week. So, yeah. Ooh. That's right. You've got a tour kickoff uh, pretty soon here, don't you? That's right. On Thursday at the Rhythm Room. Yeah. You'll mm-hmm. probably run into the after image of Brooks. He, yes. He leaves an impression wherever he goes. So. <laughs> Truly. Truly. <laughs> it's yes. just going to be inscribed on the pavement. Magical <laughs> dust. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, you'll be in some place and some puns will start coming into your, your head. And you'll but like, hmm. all at once, just... Yeah, start disrupting the fabric of the reality in the room. (laughs) Your vision will kind of fade for a second. (laughs) At least I have something to look forward to. (laughs) So, um, Kalen doesn't really count as a guest because Kalen is part of Topless Robot. Correct. Kalen just doesn't count. No, just just (laughs) I can't count. (laughs) You and Dan have something in common. Well, it's a Dan can count. He just can't read. I, I mean, imagine that's a big problem when you're rapping when you can't count any of the beats either. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I know I got bars. I just don't know how many I got. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this many bars. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's been a week. Uh, um, yes. And in that week uh, has been some news. Things have happened. So, uh, as, they do. as have stuff. Probably the biggest one that uh, got banned from being talked about in the hard drive hangout uh, was uh, Blizzard. Uh, I forgot they banned people. I fucking hate the hangout, yep. dude. Uh, Blizzard. So during. <laughs> During a, uh, I don't even know what fucking game it was. Hearthstone. Like, was it Hearthstone? During a, a Hearthstone competition, uh, one of the uh, players held up a sign uh, in support for uh, the... Civilians uh, of Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, so the Hong Kong demonstrations and stuff for, for democracy in China. And... Uh, um, I thought he just said it. No, he held up a sign that said, uh, like, democracy for Hong Kong or something like that. But didn't he also, like, in the post-interview, like, he won, it was, uh, I forget, Blitzchung, Blitzchung. He may have? Yeah, like, I didn't see all of it. I I saw the one clip where they... And took away his uh, prize money. They took his fucking prize money, dude. That's cold. So, and didn't they also fire the presenters? Yeah, because the two presenters hid under the table while he did it. And I guess they counted that as him, like them, like letting, giving him the stage. And he said it. He it wasn't just a sign. It, like he literally, it was in the post. It was no, after no, no, he during won. the game on, on on his personal camera that wouldn't yeah. have had the presenters in it. He held up a sign. That was one. Part, That's what but I saw. And when they won, when he won, it was a Blitz Chung, and he he won. And they they do the ceremonial. You know, we're gonna interview you. Uh, and, and like, you're not supposed to do any politics or whatever on that interview. And he actually came out and said, like, I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. 
but uh, huh. Freedom for Hong Kong. And during that segment, the uh, the announcers dropped under the table, and uh, that's where the real hullabaloo came from. Oh, okay, was he actually was saying it during the interview? And like, yeah, that, that I didn't time, see. Yeah, that time that time is supposed to be spent just talking about what you're doing in the game and and like what your mind set was yeah, during that you're not allowed to use it for anything important anything. no <laughs> no yeah. no platform right. no don't, personal yeah. promotion don't don't use the platform that you've worked for so he got banned for talking and then people are getting banned for talking about the ban is that what i'm hearing yes because it got posted so much in the hard drive hangout and they're uh, a bunch of babies yeah uh though some great memes have come out about oh, yes yeah. dude uh for example one of my favorites that got shared I mean, and you have to be familiar with the president of China in order to uh, know this. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. He has banned the use of Winnie the Pooh in, oh, in uh, China oh, because uh, people would compare him to Winnie the Pooh, the right, way that so. he looks like uh, Winnie the Pooh. And so uh, someone photoshopped uh, a the info page for BlizzCon 2019, uh, and it said uh, banned cosplays Winnie the Pooh. And probably made from Overwatch, right? Yeah, well, actually, so there's not even a a banned cosplay section of their (laughs) info page. It's just like banned weapons and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But that just cracked me up because it was a good shop and people were sharing it around as truth, which is a sign of a good meme. (laughs) Always. (laughs) So um, just really realistic enough to think that it's actually happened. Yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) Um, Since that developed, Blizzard has reversed course and they are giving him back his prize money. Well, their employees were striking. You know, they were really there was shit going down. They did a walkout. They, They Blizzard, the entire main blizzard's office uh they did they staged a walkout sometime i think it was wednesday good uh if anything this has uh shown a light on something that i kind of already knew about but didn't know to what degree oh what china's a bunch of asshats and blizzard also sucks their dicks oh okay china's money and its involvement in Western media uh-huh. and the way that it has influenced Western media or rather censored re- Western media. I know the Tencent. NBA is reckoning NBA with is it right now. Also yeah. having the same issue. Yeah. Uh, Tencent owns 5% <laughs> of yeah. uh, uh, Blizzard Activision. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also are like majority shares in Riot. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Actually, that's, 100% that's old. Right. 100% and that's old. Right. And fuck right. Yeah. Like that, that goes way back, if I remember correctly. Because this isn't by any means the first time that I've heard of Tencent. Like mm-hmm. I always thought of Tencent in the context of Riot, like ages ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize that Tencent was also involved in Disney productions and things like that. Tencent was giving money, you know, to to Disney for for these productions. Uh, And it's really kind of fucked up Mm -hmm. to the degree that this influence, you know, is felt. Um, And something seriously needs to be done about it. It makes sense when you think about it, because like, okay, yeah, you know, corporations and everyone, you're going to play lip service to the the American dream and everyone gets to say whatever the fuck they want and not get in trouble for it. Tencent. But when it comes right down to it, China's got a billion people and they also like media. Yeah. And if you piss off the 
the one thing that lets that media get to the people, which is Chinese government, then you're going to lose that market. And I, so it's like, it's, China's got a billion people and a totalitarian government. Exactly. That's a difficult thing to deal with. Yeah. The only thing that I see ever talking about it is like Reddit. You know, because yeah. you're not seeing it on the the, the news. Or well, now like it's on the latest episode of South Park. And right. as of March 2018, Tencent is the largest video game company in the world. Holy the shit. World. And I had not heard of them until this week. Tencent wow. wholly or partially owns game companies Grinding Gear Games, Miniclip, Undisclosed Majority Stake, Riot Games, Glue Mobile, Epic Games, 40%. No shit. Activision Blizzard, 5%. Ubisoft, 5%. Paradox, 5%. Supercell, 84.3%. Supercell, really? Yep. yep. That. That's wild. That's mo- yeah, they, they, that's why their mobile presence is so fucking strong. Uh, now I'm going to have to walk back my statements on quit getting butthurt on the Epic uh, Store v. Steam Store Fuck Tencent. Uh, uh, but because if they're throwing money at uh, any developers and they're in everyone's pocket. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with that come to light, I'm going to have to stay out of the Epic Game Store. I will say that I already did. That so. I saw something like the Riot CEO who I don't know. I wanted to play Borderlands 3. I don't know his name. The Riot CEO came out on Twitter and was like, we don't care about like the money and whatever. Like it, we we're we're still going to let allow free speech but then like literally two days later there was a a big like they banned something and i i I shouldn't talk about it because i don't remember it i'm I'm talking out of my ass right now (laughs) (laughs) but i remember seeing something about this where like they went on twitter and were like no you know we don't care about that we don't fuck the money whatever and then literally a day day or two later they they did something that was exactly in opposition to that and And that was just to include the names of like uh developers but they also own like big things like you think about epic games so they're they got their hands in Fortnite, yep. which is massive they they also have their hands in PUBG. like mm-hmm. they're just everywhere dude you can't escape them it sucks it's fucking insane mm-hmm. so what happens when you have a, a freaking economy that's made of a billion people that are yep. gonna buy things well what sucks though is that 10 cent is to is on the side of the chinese government yes mm-hmm. and that's why they suck that's the problem yeah if 10 cent alone were to flip their position on the chinese government then it, then a lot of 10 centers would be disappeared pretty quickly correct yeah mm-hmm. but they're also a very powerful company that could probably take afford to take a stand against the chinese government yeah they want them on their side that's huge revenue for their fucking country yeah so, if I mean Tencent is in a position, especially considering, like, think about it, they're involved in what is honestly a largely left-leaning space, media uh, and video games. That space is largely left-leaning. Um, it definitely has its you know right-wing you know portions and and whatnot, but that creative space is largely left-leaning, which means that if Tencent were to take the positions of a majority of its people whose you know pockets its money eventually finds its way into, then they are in a position to strong-arm the Chinese government uh, to stop being a totalitarian government. But how free are they to actually speak out? against this like are they actually their own independent company or are they just an arm of the chinese government in a totalitarian totalitarian uh society as in with a government like that like 
do independent or like large scale companies like that actually have free speech or do they actually have their own uh, ability to just do whatever they want? Or like, I'm, I, I just assume that they have really their own, like they have somebody who's in a, a major arm of the government, like telling them what to do the whole time. Yeah, I really don't know. I'm not sure either. Big takeaway from all of this uh, Chinese censorship and people backpedaling, though. Repeat after me. There was no massacre in Tiananmen Square. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The pictures all say that. See, he wasn't actually squished. He was just standing there. There was no movement of the tank. It was and fine. The fact that it, Google, you know, censors uh, results. But the thing, and I think the reason that Google gets off lightly in all of this, because it's been known that Google censors at, uh, search results in China for a very long time. Uh, and I think that the reason that Google is shielded from backlash on this is because all of the impact is strictly in China. It is not impacting the rest of the world. There, I could search Tiananmen Square right now and have pictures on the, the massacre of Tiananmen Square. Yep. Um, so the fact that that influence is now being felt worldwide is a big deal. And actually, even uh, in major film productions, they're not influencing the script. They're influencing the way that film is going to appear in China. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, now you that that impact... different movies sometimes. Like, even the Avengers movies, and I know they're... Like, they're oh, know, yeah. Some of, the, some of it was fun, and you get to see little different things, but, like... It's like there are completely different scenes and characters that are not in our Avengers movies uh, that we see or Marvel movies for that are example, in China. Uh, China doesn't um, uh, recognize Taiwan's uh, uh, autonomy. No, they and don't. It, so they don't because they, they have a very high stake in that. They want to help control Taiwan forever. So um, in uh, I, one of the ones that I read uh, is in Top Gun, they removed the Taiwanese flag from mm -hmm. uh, Maverick's uh, coat. Uh, and that's just one small thing, but yeah. Android and Apple both do not have the Taiwanese flag as emojis mm -hmm. yeah. in, uh, in, in, in China. And not to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but we were talking about uh, if they're owned by the Chinese government. It says they're a publicly traded conglomerate. So okay. their stocks are publicly traded, uh, and they don't even own their own company. They are owned by Naspers, which is a South African company. Interesting. Interesting. It's a multinational internet group headquartered in South Africa. So they just want to be able to continue to operate in China, it sounds like. And that's why they're yeah, you know, siding I with guess. the government, because they want to be able to still, you know, do, you know, to I'm operate that they and actually, not get taxed to shit mm -hmm. or shut down. Oh, Yeah. And uh, in 2001, Naspers made an early and successful investment of 32 million U.S. dollars in Tencent. As of 2018, Naspers had approximately 31% stake in the company and is its largest shareholder. Interesting. Yep. Huh. Okay. Money. I still bet. That, I still would bet that they have like some kind of diplomat or some like a like, government like, liaison a government official, or something. Oh, government of course. They, yes, they do. Yeah. They have to. I because I, I was watching a, a John Oliver uh, thing about the two child rule, which got I had been rule. meaning to to watch that, and I uh, haven't had a chance and, to yet. And like apparently, like major companies in China, like to in, uh, to enforce the one child rule, had like a liaison in between the Chinese government 
and the company itself where they would literally like their job would be to go around asking people how their personal life is and huh. being ooh, and ooh, just like easy and like yeah. so like if you wanted to hide your child you just like you wouldn't be able to say that like say anything about the fact that you're pregnant or like anything like that like they literally would their job was to make sure that everyone was having just one child wow and it's like it's it's fucking terrifying yeah it's a different world over there like yeah, china no is crazy and uh, you know far be it for me to say that one worldview is more correct than another worldview uh but i think when in cases like this where there's clear oppression involved and uh uh attempts to cover up past transgressions against their own people <laughs> i think we can say that's wrong yeah i agree i 100 percent agree um you know like it's there's a lot of uh you know concern about inflicting western culture onto you know uh nations that have their own culture and their own history and and stuff like that and and i am 100 percent you know sensitive to that matter but when it comes to mistreatment of your people, when it comes to, you know, any human rights violent violations, I think that we should be able to say unequivocally, you know, like flat out, that's wrong. Yeah. Yep. Fuck that shit. Just to give an example of exactly this with that one child rule that they had. And like the, this was a story that was on the John Oliver segment. Uh, there was a woman who was pregnant when she got married to a, a man that had uh, already had one child. And she was forced to do a late-term abortion because they would have two children together. And The only situation in which late-term abortion exists. Yeah. Under the Chinese government's one-child rule. Yep. And it was like a really late-term, like, next week baby was going to get born. This segment of the Topless Robot podcast obviously not brought to you by our Chinese overlords. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, um, fuck you, Tencent China. Tencent is pulling their sponsorship of the show. <laughs> Damn, all those pennies. <laughs> we are, we, nine or 11 uh, of them. Not that anyone was ever listening to us from China in the first place. But this will guarantee that we're blocked in China. Cool. <laughs> Wait, can totally we put that, that on our <laughs> on our header on the site? Blocked yeah. in China. Banned ourselves Ooh. from China before the Chinese government could ban us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want this. Um, Take that. <laughs> on on a different note, I think, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, the let's China shit. With, let's end this segment with one just all together. Just China sucks. Okay. One, two, three. China, China sucks. sucks. There we go. We're good. <laughs> um, the government. The people. Yes. Yeah, okay, the people no, are fine. People are, people cool. are great. Uh, I have no problem with the people. It's their fucking government. Chinese government sucks. <laughs> yes. yes. Sorry. Uh, the... Uh, um, PlayStation 5 uh, yes. release window was announced. Holiday 2020. Uh, holiday 2020. We kind of already knew that it was going to be holiday 2020. Also, Project Scorpio is going to be holiday 2020 as well. That's the um, Xbox thing. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be at the same time. The, yeah, or yeah. is it Scorpio or Scarlet? It's Scarlet. Scarlet. Scorpio was Scorpio the, the X. Rumored. No, Scorpio was Xbox oh, One right. X. Uh, Scarlet is the new one. Uh, so, uh, and we still don't know what Microsoft is going to call the next Xbox, but, uh, Sony's very excited about that salt state drive. <laughs> yes. And actually I am too, because I, I am too. Cause the PlayStation has issues with that. PS4 has issues with current hardcore current generation systems 
uh, Xbox and PlayStation. I don't know why anyone buys anything on a disc anymore because it always installs to the hard drive. It takes up an obscene amount of space. You're never playing off of the disc. Uh, it doesn't save, it only uses the disc for verification that you own this copy. And, uh, but aside from that, it's taking up oh. your precious fucking space on the goddamn system. That is your daily and friendly reminder that you do not actually own any video games. You're only borrowing them. Well, you're licensing them. It's always been that way though. Yeah. But they can just go, whoop, nope, not anymore. Yeah. Remember your Steam library? Eh, doesn't mean anything if they don't want it to. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I'm um, a little bit worried about Stadia, just saying. <laughs> anyway. Well, by a, yeah, Stadia is <laughs> a different matter. Um, but it's, it's prone, it's no more susceptible to this licensing thing than anything else. It's a little bit more just because Stadia is Google and Google likes to introduce new products and just kill it like within a year. Yeah. That's why I'm like really afraid. (laughs) But usually when they have done that in the past, they have not asked for money up front. So in order to actually pull that off, to pull it within a year, they're going to have to reimburse people for the money that they've spent on the platform. There's no two ways about it. They absolutely will have to. In all other cases, Google uh, Wave, you remember Google Wave? Yeah. Uh, Google Plus, things like that. Uh, Those were not, they didn't cost anything. They didn't charge anything. That's a good point. Um, Because you're an early adopter of that. Yes. And they do not want to receive a strongly worded letter from you. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I can hear the keys clacking as we speak. <laughs> but uh, what's more exciting than just the presence of the solid state drive is the different way that they're going to be treating the game installs, where uh, they can actually uh, portion out the game. So already now you can start like there's a ready to play ability. So when it's downloading, you can start and get access to the beginning area, whatever, and, you know, do that thing. Uh, and then you inevitably finish the beginning area before your internet, you know, decides that it's going to work. Your internet doesn't work as fast as you do through the intro of a game. Uh, almost mine. always. Um, Cause I'm so good at gaming. <laughs> it was lag. I swear it was lag. So uh, the way that installs are going to be handled on the PS5, or at least something that they're going to be uh, make available to developers, is sectioning off their game in uh, to different portions, so they can offer the ability to prioritize elements of the game. So if you just want to hop into multiplayer on a game, then you can just prioritize the multiplayer. It'll download the single player. Uh, while you're playing the multiplayer. Okay, that's actually super cool. And what's even better is once you finish the single-player campaign, you can delete the single-player component and keep only multiplayer available. To free up some space in your hard drive. Exactly. Hmm. I like that. Partitioning the different parts of the game. Exactly. I am super okay with this. Because that would be the opposite. I would delete the multiplayer portion and just go back and play the single-player again. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that that's very smart being like, what doesn't matter? You know, this doesn't matter to me anymore. This doesn't matter to me anymore. I just want to play this. That way you can free up that that space. Um, I like it. Because... The switch to SSDs also means, in, in addition to an increase in speed, it also means a decrease in volume. Yep. Um, I don't. They haven't released the hard drive sizes. I don't think yet. Uh, but with how cheap I, SSDs have gotten, I just a bought terabyte, a terabyte. I just bought a terabyte for a hundred bucks like a month ago. 
or three months ago. So think about that in the context of a video game system. That would be one yeah, fifth, one fifth of, of, a, of a PlayStation 4. But by the time the, I mean, this was three months ago that I got a $100 SSD. Like They're still about in there. a year, we'll probably see it more in the $70 Maybe, range. Maybe, but even still, that is a not insignificant portion of the cost of of a system that they're trying to sell at five hundred dollars and they're that they're well and the price points haven't been released yet but you'd assume it'd be you'd assume because that's what previous generations have been like that was the issue with the ps3 when it came out it was 600 650 or whatever it was everyone's like no i'm not gonna buy it because it's expensive but uh they always sell at a loss it just depends on how much they're willing to eat (laughs) Gesundheit. Bless you. Thank you. You are blessed, my child. <laughs> so that's that's you know my concern with that. I'm happy with the new you know, the new technology and the new you know direction that they're going with that. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. But. Excited to play uh, Skyrim on your PlayStation Five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd Howard. <laughs> I'm never excited to play any Bethesda game. Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna play it on my refrigerator. Maybe on my sneakers when I get some new. <laughs> Can't wait to bought it onto my smartwatch. <laughs> um, I mean that's not that far away I guarantee you <laughs> playing Skyrim on a screen that's two inches <laughs> they will make it not happen. even like an inch they'll do an a- <laughs> they'll do an ARG kind of thing where like, you're going through and like like the Pokemon like go watch thing that they or br- bracelet that they have oh yeah 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 <laughs> it'll buzz when you're near a orc <laughs> an yeah. orc or something <laughs> and then you just and slide you, you either do that or it, it'll be motion sensitive so you just it, you'll you'll have to swing so you'll be walking down the street and you feel a little vibration and you have and it'll have a microphone right so you yeah. have to be able to say Fusro Da Fusro Da so you'll be walking Fusro down the street street and all of a sudden buzz and people say there's bystanders watching you just go and then you look like a complete fucking moron i would love to watch some idiot do that in public oh my god i I don't know if i've told this story i went to a, a harry potter world at universal studios and uh you can get like the harry potter wands yeah. and and um they have uh led things and in, in, in the tip of the wands if you pay a little bit extra and uh so you're going down hogsmeade and mm-hmm. everything and yep. you can like there are different windows and with different little like logos on the ground and when you go you can like do like wingardium leviosa and it'll do something in the window it'll, it'll yeah, get a little heard bit about a this it's kind of cool uh so i got i of course did that because i'm a super harry potter nerd <laughs> I, fucking, I have been reading harry potter since i was a, a small child and I was gonna try and come up with a uh, like a, a weeb equivalent for Harry Potter, and unfortunately, the first thing that came to mind was Heeb. <laughs> 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 Fucking Heebs. I feel like it'd be a except snitch. that's also. I know we can't do so that. Bad. We no. can't do that. We can't do that. No, I, I feel like it would be a snitch. <laughs> I'm a snitch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people who liked Harry Potter when they were kids were probably narcs. So. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. But so I'm going down the, so I got my wand and I'm going through and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And I go to the, go to the first window that I see. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. So I start like, you literally have to do a pattern in the air and say the word like it's, they've got like a, um, so it's got a microphone and it's got a microphone and everything. And like, you can't just, you You can't just do this or just say the word. And it, it was a little finicky. So I'm sitting there, a grown ass man. 
in the middle of this children's <laughs> fuck you <laughs> in the middle of this children's park screaming Wingardium Leviosa <laughs> and wildly waving my arm around and it's not fucking working. And then this little kid comes up to me, gives me a smirk and does it the first fucking try. Literally just, it was, I was, <laughs> I just looked well, down. Uh, it's Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> Maybe you should have practiced your incantations a little harder in class. I should have. <laughs> I would have failed my owls, I'm not going to lie. You just didn't have enough whimsy <laughs> in your heart. I wish some kid, in, <laughs> instead of doing that, I wish some kid just came up to you and shouted like an evil incantation and blasted you into space. <laughs> <laughs> no, what would have been the best is, is if this kid, if this kid came up, did it the first try, then kicked you in the shin and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like he kicked me in the shin. He, 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 he kicked, kicked me in the my heart, heart shin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Was, the, the, the second best part of that trip was one of my friends. He's six foot eight and a very large dude. And this small Chinese, speaking of China, uh, the small Chinese family. <laughs> Speaking, yeah, speaking of China, of China yeah. Chinese and it's people oppression. exist. There's Chinese people. No, they, this family comes up and just starts screaming excitedly. Oh, it's Hagrid. <laughs> and they force, they give the, their phone to one of our friends and makes us take a picture of them posing with my six foot eight bearded friend. And he's just sitting there. Like, it all happened really quickly. So he's just sitting there like, uh. That's how they do it, dude. They just show up and, like, make you take pictures. <laughs> and they're like, Hagrid, Hagrid, Hagrid. And he's like, oh, no. I just look like this. <laughs> it was fantastic. Anyway. Um, so did you guys hear about this? Um Emma Thompson, Brie Larson uh, thing. Oh, that they, they happened. want to have the all. So they they, they want to have an uh, all female uh, Marvel film, which I think would be rad. Because mm -hmm. um, Valkyrie is such a rad character. I enjoy Captain Marvel and I, I want to see a lot more with her. Um, you know, like there are so many strong female uh, roles in uh, the Marvel Universe. It would be really cool to see see them all together. Um, but specifically in this, I think it was at New York Comic Con, cause that's what happened most recently. This panel, uh, they were talking about shipping Valkyrie and, and Captain Marvel. Right. And, uh, uh, I think, uh, Brie Larson even said that she ships them, you know, whatever. And it gets to the end of the panel. And, uh, I think it was like an, a any last words, uh, kind of thing. And Cap uh, Brie Larson goes, how do you top, uh, lesbians? And Emma Thompson goes, I'm sure there are plenty of lesbians in the audience. We'll show you. <laughs> 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 it just made me laugh so hard. Oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really would watch, enjoy I those characters. I would watch an all-female Marvel, like the the female. I think heroes, it would be rad. There's a lot of. I, I love the that we've gotten like progressively more stronger with the female heroes recently. I like, want to see more about Scarlet Witch. Oh, I want to yeah. see more. Like you know, I feel like Scarlet oh, yeah. Witch didn't get a great. Uh, well, she's got a Disney Plus show. They yeah. also haven't handled her very well so far. She's demonstrated to, like too much control over her power for the way the character is actually supposed to work. And yeah, like that's the only grievance I have. I like the actress a lot. 
I think oh, she yeah. does it well, she's but like she's, she's an not- Olsen girl. Yeah. She's yeah. Mar- she's uh, she's the you sibling of Mary it, Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yep. So Scarlet Witch has a Disney Plus show, and then she's a main character in the new Doctor Strange movie. Oh, really? Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. She's like the co really um, that awesome cool Cool was already my favorite marvel movie yeah so i I want to hear more about this yeah i actually care about this one um and i'm excited to see what they do with these properties once they move them to disney plus and we're we're a month away now i know and i've Uh, got my three year subscription I know. <laughs> it was of, a discount. It was $140 for three years. I'm sorry. Speaking of companies deciding that they're sick of a thing after a year. Right. This isn't working. Uh, oh, that'd be disappointing. Right. <laughs> Disney point. They're not giving I mean, you any of that hey. money. Because, <laughs> I mean, DC Universe is basically that close to pulling the, the plug. The, the only saving grace is that they're rolling it into HBO Max. Yeah. But, I mean, Disney doesn't. Necess- like Disney, just the main Disney properties normally don't fail that hard. Like I feel right, sure, but I mean, they're also they not including Chinese money. Yeah, <laughs> they're also not including any uh, of their R-rated film, R-rated content. It's all going to be PG Plus, Which kind of sucks, right? I mean, they could literally just name it the Marvel at Star Wars channel, and you know, that's, yeah, that's, right. That's, which that's I'm gonna watch machine. the fuck out of Mandalorian. It's gonna be great. I already know. If we got Giancarlo Esposito and Pedro, Pedro Pascal, <laughs> you got me already. <laughs> yeah, I wish I still cared about Star Wars. You like, never cared about Star Wars. No, I did. I saw all the prequels in theaters. On opening nights for for all of them. Did that? Did that? I cared about Star Wars twenty your, years ago. Was, did that? Was that what ruined your love for Star Wars? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know what rekindled my love for Star Wars? Going on r slash prequel memes because now it, now those movies are just a giant shit post. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I just laugh at those movies now instead of feel personally hurt. <laughs> But I remember like the original trilogy growing up. It's it's a rite of passage when you have parents who grew up, you know, watching them in, in the theaters. Uh, so, you know, like I was uh, it was a big, important event when I was old enough to watch the Star Wars movies. Fair. Speaking of Star Wars, I went and saw a really cool thing last night. Hmm. I went to the Phoenix Symphony. Oh, that's right. I saw that uh, that was happening. And they played Empire Strikes Back. And so it was the Phoenix. Like, they literally had the entire Phoenix Symphony out on stage playing all of the score to Empire Strikes Back to while you watch the movie. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. They just literally, they took out all of this, all of the actual uh, score from the movie and played it live. And and you were still watching the movie, hearing the, hearing them talk. It was just the movie, but instead of recorded uh, symphony, it was live symphony. It was fucking cool. You know what? I'd love to see that done with Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... Because, you know, you usually see that kind of treatment given to symphonic, uh, you know, arrangements and and where the soundtrack is this very dramatic, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But... I would love to just have like a group of bluegrass bands and, and shit like that doing the soundtrack to Oh Brother or Art Thou. That would be cool. You replace the actual scene yeah. when they do the Soggy Bottom Boys live yeah. with mm-hmm. a band on stage. That'd be so rad. That'd be <laughs> sick. I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah. 
or other, you know, movies where the soundtrack has a, a significant impact on the way you experience the film, but aren't necessarily these symphonic arrangements. Yeah, like do like a rock, almost like how a Broadway has kind of gone rock mm-hmm. recent in the last 20 years or so. Yeah. Like do that for movie. Like, I mean, it's obviously lagging behind. That would be really cool. Like I know Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I know that's a little problematic, but that could be another interesting one. Yeah. You have like bands do it like almost a battle of the band setting, but to the movie, like that would be freaking cool. That would be pretty rad. That would be really rad. Because honestly, last night, like sometimes I'm just like, I was just watching the movie and then I almost forgot that there was a live symphony playing in front of me. And it was just like, but then there were just moments where it was just grandiose and beautiful and fantastic. It was, it yeah, was so I, cool. I imagine that it probably hits those uh, uh, much better than a surround sound system would. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Especially like the beginning and the end of the... Like, oh, mm-hmm. that was so cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I had seen that that was going on. I was curious about it. Was it just one night? Um, they're doing all three movies, uh, and they've done it before. They're all, they also do Harry Potter fairly regularly, like different Harry Potter movies. It's a pop series. Hmm. So they'll, they do it for all, a lot of those, you know, Danny Elfman, John Williams and, and everything. So it's like, it's, it, they, it's not a just Star Wars thing. It's kind of Oh cool. yeah. Give me a Danny Elfman score. Absolutely. I would right. love to hear that live. Oh yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Watch Batman, uh, the I think they've Batman. done. A, I think they've done a Batman one recently, or in the last couple of years. I see him pop up on Facebook all the time because they always advertise those heavily. And uh, actually, on the topic of Danny Elfman, um, are you, you guys are familiar with Scott Tune Network? The dude oh, who I... does the Scott covers of all the like he'll he did the probably got the most viral and most recognition from his Scott cover of the. Uh, we store music. Oh, <laughs> good old dude. Whatever like, that sounds like. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I, I don't know why, but that's all of the we music has become so shit post worthy. Like yeah. the really me has. channel theme. Yeah, the we shop theme. Do, like do, where, do, where did do, that come do, from? Do, 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 do. <laughs> It, it kind of feels like it's recent too, doesn't it? Like in the last like last like year or two. No, the people have been doing like Has remixes of the, uh, the me theme for fucking years. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it just feels like it's all of a sudden sprouted up again because I feel like I've seen a whole bunch of videos shared and everything where it's just like all right. <laughs> so he did, and it's one dude who plays every instrument and does the full arrangement. He's incredibly talented. And so, like, uh, any popular, like, cartoon theme song, stuff like that, he's doing yep. ska versions. Of. Yeah. And I think I saw Ska Toon Network. Yeah. Like, S- ska Toon Network. Yes, yes. Similar to Cartoon Network. Right. That's kind of. But Ska Toon Network. And it's already catered to a, a ska logo with the checkerboard. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, he posted today uh, th- his cover of the Beetlejuice uh, theme song. Oh. Yes. And it's fucking great. It is phenomenal. Like even just thinking about it, I'm getting goosebumps because I, I love Danny Elfman stuff in general anyway. Uh, but man, that I'm also a huge Beetlejuice fan. Mm. So Beetlejuice is so good. They made a musical recently. Really? I feel it's, like I would have zero interest in that. It's <laughs> very good. It's actually really. Yeah. I've only listened to the soundtrack. It's, it's fantastic. Whoever hmm. they got to be Beetlejuice does a very good, like, <laughs> like it's, it's not 
your normal musical. Like it's kind of just heavy and like he sounds like Beetlejuice. He sure. sounds like Michael Keaton. He sounds like Michael Keaton singing a song and it's dark and it's great. So <laughs> I have a little bit of a problem with that in that uh, I loved the Beetlejuice film for what it was. Uh, and it was fun. It was very enjoyable. But Beetlejuice is the bad guy. Beetlejuice is definitely the bad guy. Oh, they make him the he's, bad guy. He's entertaining and he's a bad guy. I fell in love with Beetlejuice from the cartoon. The cartoon where Beetlejuice is Lydia's best friend and has this infinite power and everything. It was so well written and so well done and went on for like three or four seasons. And it was great. But it has nothing to do with the movie. Not at all. They use the same music. But that's pretty much it. I forgot about that cartoon. I have seen that cartoon. It's been forever since I've seen that cartoon. I have it on DVD. Uh, but ultimately, you know, Beetlejuice is kind of a dickhead in in the movies. He's he's a bad guy. He's not, and it, like, he's got some jokes and whatnot. But, eh, you know, I don't know. I just enjoy his character where, yeah, in, in the cartoon, he's still a dickhead. But he's a lovable dickhead. <laughs> and in the movies he is just a dick yeah yeah i mean to be fair his his one and only motivation is to come back to life and manifest himself and, and do his own well shit. he's advertising himself as like living you know an exterminator basically yeah. like get get the living out of your your home exactly thing. yeah he's supposed to be a bad guy mm-hmm. right and that's what makes it interesting right and that's what anti-hero. makes that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even go so far as to call him an anti-hero. He's just kind of a dick. He's just kind of an asshole. You're right. He's an anti-hero in the cartoon, but he's just a dick. Like he's, Yeah, he is the primary prote- er, antagonist in, in, the, in yeah. the movie. That's right. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, it's been a long while since I've seen it as well. I've actually seen the cartoon more recently than I've seen the movie. But don't get me wrong. I love them both for different reasons. But the reason that I love Beetlejuice as a character is the cartoon. But you don't think it would translate into a musical? No, not really. I am Beetlejuice. I'll have to show It would you. have to be... <laughs> like an opera? That's, it. That's a musical. Yeah. <laughs> his singing voice would have to be something like this. It's exactly like that, and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it literally How do sounds... you get tone out of that scratch? Oh, it's ridiculous. I'll have to show it to you when we're done here. Like, it's, it's pretty fantastic. The guy hmm. who does it is really good. <laughs> it kind of blew me away, because I... I I have the same. I mean, I love musicals anyway. But is there a rap in it? <laughs> kind of. <I> mean, <laughs> it's fantastic. I'll have to check it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. But it just what made me love Beetlejuice as a character is definitely a cartoon. That's fair. That's fair. Um, You're wrong, but it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what else has been going on this week? Is, is there anything else that I'm I'm forgetting? You, you stole all of my beats, which is why I sound <laughs> so prepared right now. <laughs> um, I feel like we we just all read the same news. I know. China, 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 China. Yeah, China, 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 China. China. I, that's pretty much all I've spent my consumption on is a China shit posting like this whole week. So yeah. that's that's all I got. I finally got to play Untitled Goose Game. Uh, and that was pretty fun. Truly captures the essence of being one of the world's most shit-headed animals. Yep. And then I saw on Facebook someone shared a video of a guy who takes his goose George shopping with him. 
Yeah. And it seemed like a very perfectly mild-mannered goose. Yeah, it's, that's a tamed goose. Yeah. Wild geese fucking suck. <laughs> Those are assholes. They're all terrible creatures, They're dude. They're dicks. Yeah. They're total dicks. It's, Canadians, very polite. Canadian geese, jerk. Canadian geese will fight you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, seriously, it's a simple pleasure, but one of my favorite things to do in the game is just put the wings out and kind of do the waddle <laughs> towards people like, fuck you, come at me, bro. Yeah. It just makes you feel like you're, you, you, you wish you could do that in real life. <laughs> it's like, if someone's really annoying, you just, uh, <laughs> um, and I love, uh, you'd find a pair of walkie talkies at some point. And you can place a walkie-talkie by someone and, and then go it. pick up the other walkie-talkie and honk into it. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> I saw a video uh, the other day where a dude, like, he went and picked up every single item you could pick up in the game. And there's, like, a pit in the corner of the map somewhere. And he just dragged all of the items one by one and put them into the pit. So wow. literally this pit was filled with every single thing you could find in the entire game. Wow. It was, it was, it made me want to play that game even more. It's I one just, of those games that has objectives, but you can also make your own game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those are pretty great. Much. I love it when games do that. I love it when you can just, you can make the game into something else. <laughs> yeah. You're not necessarily breaking it, but it gave you that open space enough yeah. to where you can do whatever. The fuck a little sandbox. A little mm-hmm. sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally beat Link's Awakening, uh, which was an outstanding game. I need to go back into it and 100% it, though. I didn't get all the seashells. I didn't get all the heart containers. I'm like three heart containers short. And 100% here doesn't mean you get 100% of the frames, because you don't. You don't. Yeah, no, you still don't. Still, still I, so frames. I, uh, I bought... Um, it's in the DLC, though. <laughs> get the rest of the frames. Uh, 1999. Um, oh, honestly, with Nintendo's prices on DLC, hell yeah. So we had speculated when we first started, uh, talked about uh, Link's Awakening that the reason for the frame discrepancy was that they had made it for the newer revision of the hardware with the minor power uh, boosts that you get from the newer uh, hardware. Well, I uh, bought a new Nintendo Switch uh, the other day, and uh, nope, that's not it. Still frame loss. Uh, still, uh, and it... It's not the worst frame lo- frame loss in the world, but it is pervasive enough where you're really just going shaking your head, going, "Why, Nintendo? The optimization Why? is bad." That yeah, is so and it would be passable if it wasn't a Nintendo game. Is that yeah, why everyone's probably. making? Yeah, you know, pretty much. Out of it. Nintendo doesn't do that. That's yeah. something that Nintendo, with as much shit as we give Nintendo for internet, for games not going down in price year after year. Yeah. For running out of ideas halfway through a <laughs> console cycle, the one thing that they've always been good at is releasing a well-optimized game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, fucking Super Mario Gal- uh, not Galaxy Odyssey. Uh, it seemed like a, a, a big, you know, ambitious title because uh, there's a lot to that game, and it's one of the prettier games on the system. Oh, yeah. Zero slowdown at any time. You no, know, Breath of the Wild was an open... Yeah. It was a and it was game. a launch title. It was a launch title, and that game looks like it should be on a more powerful system. Yeah. 
And yet, you never saw any slowdown or anything. So what the fuck is wrong with Link's Awakening? It's cartoony and fun. The (laughs) only thing that I can think is uh, that... uh, So at the end of the credits, it does say that it was made with another company. in, In partnership with another company. So the only thing I can think is that that other company dropped the ball somehow. Too many polygons. <laughs> and uh, something that I learned in watching that one video where they, uh, you know, tr- tried to pinpoint the reasoning and, and stuff like that for uh, the frame slowdown. I didn't realize that it did like dynamic rescaling of the resolution. Um, and so that means that like at any given point in time, the things on the screen could be a variety of different resolutions. Like it bumps, it changes resolution on a regular basis. Huh, while you're playing interesting. In order to keep speed. And obviously that's not working. So, yeah. But only slightly. Only it, slightly. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's a little irritating. You, mm. I think that you probably put it perfectly just you only notice it because it is nintendo and they're so good at that and it's like every other game on most a lot of systems like you run into those little frame hiccups Mm -hmm. it's like having a mosquito buzz your ear the entire time you're playing the game yeah Yeah. (laughs) a little annoying sounds awful (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's for you headphone listeners yeah lucky you (laughs) yeah it's so great (laughs) if we all take turns doing it it'll sound like it's flying around your head (laughs) i'm not doing that much audio processing (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and then i've got a uh, nintendo switch Lite uh arriving tomorrow um and uh so i can uh kind of test out because what a lot of people are doing is not just buying one or the other. They'll have the base console and then they'll have a light for on the go. And it's so weird to is me. There the a whole... reason? Sorry. No, ahead. no, you started first. <laughs> <laughs> it, the whole fucking point of the switch is that you can take it off of the base sure, and take yeah. it with you. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> is there a reason you uh, have one arriving and you didn't just go to like Target and buy one? I just uh, ordered through a place that I had a bunch of credit with. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Ryan doesn't um, actually leave his house. He stays here and just orders everything. Though there. I did go to Best Buy during rush hour to oh. get my Nintendo Switch. Um, the, uh, I mean, I had to get new wireless transponders for the house anyway. So while, you know, while I was there, I figured I might as well just get a uh, Did you walk Switch. out of the, walk out of the door and just like... <laughs> <laughs> burnt your skin <laughs> um or did but yeah. you start sparkling are you more of an edward vampire <laughs> yes <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> i deserve that one that yeah <laughs> yeah you really do um so i'm going to venture down the clunky path of having uh two primary uh switches and uh, uh, I've read that it is not easy to have the same account on two systems. And that you want to have your wireless, your Switch Lite be your primary so you don't have to have be access to the internet in order to play games you've downloaded. Exactly, because you can have a primary and a secondary system, but any secondary system is uh, going to check if you're allowed to play the game it's currently playing every three hours uh, or so over the internet. So your system that is only mobile has to be your primary system. I mean, it only makes sense that it be your primary system Mm -hmm. because it doesn't do those checks. That's annoying. Yep. 
Okay. So like Nintendo, fucking get your internet and fucking order. The Jesus. switch that I'm going to like, for example, be playing on a plane is going to be the light, and I'm not going to have internet access there. Did you so. get a blue one? Uh, no, I got a gray one. Oh. I do want to get the blue one, but. <laughs> Why didn't you just get the blue Because button? they didn't have the blue one in stock and I wanted one. You could have went to Target. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shame. Shame. And, but I am also uh, planning on getting the Pokemon one. Oh, right, right, right. The, yeah. like, they're like kind of gray and pink and blue. Yeah. And... <laughs> they look really neat. I think we broke. I'm a collector. What do you want of me? <laughs> 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 which nintendo switch should i take out in public today uh, the pokemon one the gray one the blue one the yellow one which one best matches my fancy <laughs> this one doesn't go well with my hand pose i might as well go with the other one it melds well with my mascara now realistically i'm i'm going to get uh ones that are uh, similarly to you know how I got my Metroid uh, 3DS and and shit like that and my Legend of Zelda um, uh, GBASP, um, when they come out with you know cool ones that have those designs on them, I'm gonna have them just to have uh, as a collector, just to you know because I love collecting handhelds specifically, and uh, I feel like uh, it's just nice to to ha- to add to the collection. Yeah, I get it. I, I just I'm the opposite of a collector mentality. If I'm not going to use something, I don't want it. Yeah, you know, I get it. But if if you told me like I'm going to buy five Nintendo Switches, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but I mean, like I've got a Wonder Swan that I've turned on like twice because I don't speak Japanese. Yeah, or read Japanese. Um, but it's one of those systems that was a really cool system like and made for a real specific purpose like to be able to shift it into a portrait mode because it was made by bandai and a lot of the stuff that they had were like shmups and shit like that so it's the only handheld uh to that point that had ever had that capability yeah now the switch you know you can do that sort of thing with the proper holder and stuff and that's fucking cool and now you can do it on five of them (laughs) well (laughs) on two of the five Well, yeah, you're just going to have to regularly remove your account from one and then put it on another. No, 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 no. <laughs> on two of the five, you can ch- change that. Oh. Because they have, uh, they've made Joy-Con uh, holders where the ones it will be holds lights. it vertically and the other ones will be Switch lights. Soon yeah. Ryan mm. won't need an actual TV. He'll just stack up his Switches. <laughs> <laughs> just wire into every single one <laughs> to create a massive display. <laughs> I mean, one of the reasons Now why... I can play Link's Awakening with no frames! <laughs> uh, one of the reasons why uh, I got the new one, aside from wanting the battery, you know, the increased battery life uh, on the new one, uh, was because I w- wanted to have a, a Nintendo Switch that I could actually just experiment with. Because I love... Like, I'm not a big pirate or anything like that, but I love picking apart like and playing with the exploits of uh systems experiment with it was that like put a joy con in your butt or (laughs) (laughs) the Uh, vibration function is subpar (laughs) (laughs) actually the the, the, 
wow, the Joy-Cons have the uh, HD rumble. Yeah. So. Ooh. The, and uh, <laughs> that is... Really uh, spice up your life. A new part of the peripheral, that ring, that fit ring oh, thing the that ring. they do. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that dumbass uh, thing. It, it comes with uh, an optional butt plug attachment for right? the Joy-Con. Yeah. Um... No, I actually. I'm just imagining that episode of South Park with. The <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah the, the yeah the thing. Yeah, so. everybody knows the Wii was the t- tip uh, for the rectal accessories. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. I'm assuming you meant tip there. <laughs> very, you used your words very specifically there. Just um, the tip. But yeah, the uh, it's it's fun to see. I only make love to the me theme. Um. So if if you're gonna hack, if you're gonna hack into you, that can't be linked to your account at all, right? Because right. otherwise, you'll get it's in unsafe too. It can, and the community does come up with safeguards to prevent your account uh, from being banned and things like that. But. Right it's still uh, running a risk of uh, banning it. And at the very least, they can still ban the hardware if I connect to their servers, but I don't really care. Right. Like, that's not a concern of mine because at this point, it's entirely for experimenting with the system because it's basically an NVIDIA shield in it, Mm. which is really cool. Um, But uh, the... uh, um, so that means, like, people have made a, a uh, an Android ver- uh, distribution that you can load onto right. it. And then you can start loading all the games that uh, the NVIDIA Shield has available for it. Which, weirdly, in China only, includes Super Mario Galaxy, which is a game that I miss playing. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say when I looked through your library that you don't have enough games on there. And that you really should <laughs> emulate some more, for sure. <laughs> Uh, For all of our listeners who don't know, he's lying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being facetious. I like I like experimenting with uh, the hardware, you know that that I get and and kind of picking it apart. And I I saw you you were marveling at how uh, the the system on it is uh, actually accesses the touchscreen on it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's really neat what they've already been able to do with with the homebrew stuff. yeah. Yeah. So, and especially since it's the first, since I had pre-ordered it and it's the first edition hardware, uh, very first edition hardware, uh, there is no way for them to patch out the exploit to, uh, load home, uh, homebrew on it. Nice. So, yeah. Cause it's a hardware exploit. So yeah. Ryan has <laughs> the power. But yeah. I just think it's neat to kind of fuck around with that stuff. It's, uh, you know, it's a hobbyist thing. I wish I had the patience. I am. It doesn't take a lot. Well, it took me all morning. That's about it. That's fair. Yeah, I don't have the technical ability <laughs> to even crack one of those things open without destroying You don't have it. to crack anything open. No? Mm-mm. You said you had to, like, yeah. uh, bridge something on your Joy-Con? You have to bridge something on your Joy-Con. I'm and out. by that, I mean this right here uh, okay so and i'll show the camera right here on the right joy con if you didn't know your joy cons actually connect uh similarly to like an sd card it actually has connectors on the bottom of the joy con that it slides in and connects with uh connectors on the bottom of the switch and so if you take a safety or um a uh paper clip and bend it out uh you can bridge uh, pin on one side to the pin on the other side 
and when you power it on, uh, you hold uh, uh, the plus and, and power button together, boots into what's called RCM mode. And that basically is uh, like a maintenance kind of mode. And uh, so you install the USB driver for the switch, you plug it into your computer, and you can load a bootloader into it. And so your computer recognizes it, it sees that it's in RCM mode, you sideload this image uh, onto it, and it loads into this front end that gives you access to a lot, you know, different features. Depending on what's on your SD card, you can then load into a custom firmware or uh, an install of uh, Android. Oh. So, yeah. The more Neat you know. stuff. Yeah. Neat. Uh, we are getting towards the end of the episode. Uh, what games have you uh, you all been playing this week? Anything at all? I know you've been. I ran. I haven't been playing, but I got to the final boss in Blasphemous, and I recognized after he killed me once that I it was the final boss, and <laughs> and I was well, I was like shit. There's a bunch of paths that I wasn't able to access, so I had to go back, and I found this thing that grows these branches. So now there's a whole bunch of shit I gotta go find before I want to fight the final boss. Uh, so such is the life in a Metroidvania. Yeah, pretty much. That's life. Sorry. No, uh, but playing. Blasphemous is an awesome game. Yes, what I have it's played of it, I have cool. very, really very cool. much enjoyed. It. Definitely looks I really want cool. To, I want it's a gorgeous play. game. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Rock Band again. <laughs> <laughs> lots of Rock Band. I, I'm trying to get good again. I know I said this last week too. Or let me see your calluses. <laughs> they're not there anymore they used to be there i used to have a stupid little muscle that was only right here on my forearm because i played way too often jesus really it was really weird he was a pro dude wow. uh, that was a you're tumor. not fucking around <laughs> all i would do like literally high school for me i'd go to school come home do my homework and then play guitar hero for like four hours <laughs> and masturbate and, and that's, i mean that was the training obviously yes. you know how to get masturbation that. training yeah, exactly. Hey, man, invite me over. I'll play Rock Band with you. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> I thought that's what he was hinting yeah. at completely. Rock Band. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to practice our tremolo picking together. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Just, just the Rock Band for you, then? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And masturbation. I'm, I'm really trying, to hard, trying hard to get my skills back to where I feel better about myself. Because every time I play, <laughs> I feel like I suck really bad. So, yeah, and it's affecting your real world confidence. You know, I've noticed it, that about it, you. You've got a sunken, you know, it, it is. That was my one thing that I was good at. <laughs> and then I lost that. And I'm like, oh no, You're I have nothing that makes me interesting anymore. You're a, a hollow, hollow person because <laughs> I don't know. You're on a podcast. Oh, I've already used the head card too many times, Ryan. It just doesn't get me laid like it used to. <laughs> I tell Jenna that every night, and you know. So yeah, I know, Tyler, honey. I, I know. know. <laughs> you said that ten minutes ago. Is it working yet? Just in bed. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Dan. Mm, yes. uh, I played a couple hours of Fire Emblem and that's really it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't get a whole lot of video game playing in this week. It was either. a week. Yeah. It was a, week. it was a rough week. Fucking yeah. China. <laughs> Fucking China. Just 
you know, damn. first <laughs> the rights of their citizens and Dan now Dan's video game playing right, I time. Mean, like, Jesus holy shit. Christ. <laughs> I've been too distracted by shit posting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things where you have to jump on it when it happens. Because, oh man, just, once I, in a lifetime that, that's all I can say, man. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the baby men in the hard drive hangout get pissed off about it, just, it brought me joy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, man. So, uh, I guess uh, on that note, uh, thanks for watching and or listening. We'll see you in the next one. Woo! Bye-bye. There was no massacre in Tiananmen Square. Uh, Luke, it says I'm locked out of my account again.